Queensland Environmental Offsets Policy. Prepared by Conservation Policy and Planning, Department of Environment and Science. Copyright State of Queensland, 2023. Introduction. Areas of high environmental value, for example habitat for vulnerable species, sometimes coincide with sites of particular value to industry, such as the presence of natural resources or proximity to infrastructure. Environmental offsets, offsets, may be used to counterbalance significant residual impacts from particular activities on particular matters of national, state or local environmental significance. Under a number of existing Queensland laws, offsets may be required for certain activities where there is an unavoidable impact on significant environmental values. To counterbalance this loss, offsets, which include improvement and protection of alternative sites and or actions that improve environmental viability, can provide a conservation outcome that is equivalent to the environmental value being lost at the impact site. The mitigation hierarchy, avoid mitigate offset, applies to prescribed activities that impact prescribed environmental matters. This means that in designing or planning the prescribed activity, impacts on prescribed environmental matters should, in the first instance, be avoided wherever possible. For impacts that cannot be avoided, the extent of those impacts should be carefully managed and mitigated to the greatest possible extent. These measures can reduce and, in some cases, remove the need for offsets. However, if there is still a significant impact to a prescribed environmental matter then an offset may be required. In cases where the impacted prescribed environmental matter cannot be offset, the prescribed activity might not be approved. If an administering agency decides to impose an offset condition on an authority, the offset must be delivered in accordance with the Queensland Environmental Offsets Framework established under the Environmental Offsets Act 2014, Environmental Offsets Regulation 2014 and this policy. This policy clarifies how offsets across Queensland's terrestrial and aquatic ecosystems should be delivered. The policy does not limit the functions or powers under the State Development Public Works Organization Act 1971, State Development Act, of the Coordinator General. This policy provides a single, streamlined framework for environmental offsets in Queensland, and replaces the following repealed offset policies. Queensland Government Environmental Offsets Policy, 2008. Marine Fish Habitat Offsets Policy, version FHMOP 005.2. Policy for Vegetation Management Offsets, 2011. Queensland Biodiversity Offset Policy, 2011, and Offsets for Net Gain in Koala Habitat in Southeast Queensland Policy, 2010. The policy also includes offset requirements for local government and for impacts to marine parks and protected areas, other than coordinated conservation areas. This policy is a statutory instrument, given effect through Section 12 of the Environmental Offsets Act 2014 and prescribed under the Environmental Offsets Regulation 2014. It is a tool to support the relevant administering agency, including a local government, when it has identified that an offset is required for a prescribed activity that has a significant residual impact on a prescribed environmental matter. Chapter 1P. Purpose, Application and Scope. Purpose. 
The purpose of this policy is to provide a decision support tool to enable administering agencies to assess offset proposals to ensure they meet the requirements of the Environmental Offsets Act 2014. Application and Scope Under Section 12 of the Environmental Offsets Act 2014, this offsets policy is the only relevant policy unless an alternative policy is listed in the Environmental Offsets Regulation 2014. The policy can be considered for all offsets where the offset proposal, notice of election, is submitted before an authority is granted, or following granting of an authority containing a condition for an offset under the Environmental Offsets Act 2014. Significant residual impacts. Where an offset proposal is submitted before an authority is granted, an administering agency must be satisfied that all reasonable on-site avoidance and mitigation measures for the prescribed activity have been or will be undertaken to address impacts on prescribed environmental matters before approving an offset proposal. For an offset proposal submitted after an authority is granted an administering agency may only impose an offset condition if it is satisfied that all reasonable on-site mitigation measures for the prescribed activity have been or will be undertaken. In addition, an offset can only be required if residual impacts from a prescribed activity constitute a significant residual impact. In identifying whether an activity will, or is likely to, have a significant residual impact, an administering agency may refer to the state guidelines that provide guidance on what constitutes a significant residual impact for matters of state environmental significance, MSES. The Commonwealth Significant Impact Guidelines for what constitutes a significant residual impact on matters of national environmental significance, MNES, and any relevant local government significant impact guideline for matters of local environmental significance, MLES. For staged offsets, the full extent of potential impacts on prescribed environmental matters from the entire proposal needs to be taken into account as part of the significant residual impact assessment. For offsets to be provided in stages, the authority needs to include a condition that enables the project and offsets to be staged. When an amendment to an existing authority is proposed, for example an amendment application for an existing environmental authority or development approval, the significant residual impact assessment relates to the cumulative impacts of the entire project i.e. impacts proposed in both the existing authority and any additional impacts proposed in the amendment. Further detail on the requirements for staged offsets is provided in section 2.4.3 of this policy. Relationship between Commonwealth, State, and Local Government Offsets State Agency Offsets to avoid duplication of offset conditions between state agencies, the Act requires that the administering agency, in deciding whether to apply an offset condition, must consider any relevant offset condition that has already been imposed on an authority issued under another Act for the same or substantially the same impact and the same or substantially the same prescribed environmental matter. Where an applicant already has a relevant offset condition on another authority, this information should be provided to the administering agency with the application. In the event that duplicate offset conditions are imposed by different state agencies, a proponent can apply to the relevant administering agency to remove one of the conditions in accordance with the following criteria for an offset condition. In relation to a critically endangered, endangered, vulnerable or near-threatened plant, 
the application may be made to any agency other than the agency that imposed the offset condition for that species on a clearing permit issued under the Nature Conservation Act 1992. For a protected area, the application may be made to any agency other than the agency that imposed the offset condition for the protected area under the Nature Conservation Act 1992. For a marine park, the application may be made to any agency other than the agency that imposed the offset for the marine park under the Marine Parks Act 2004. For koala habitat in southeast Queensland, the application may be made to any agency other than the agency that imposed the offset condition for koala habitat under State Code 25, Development in Southeast Queensland Koala Habitat Areas, of the State Development Assessment Provisions, and for any other matter, the application may be made to either administering agency that imposed the offset condition. Commonwealth offsets. To avoid duplication of offset conditions between jurisdictions, state and local governments can only impose an offset condition in relation to a prescribed activity if the same or substantially the same impact and the same or substantially the same matter has not been subject to assessment under one of the following Commonwealth Acts. The Environment Protection and Biodiversity Conservation Act 1999, to the extent the assessment relates to an activity that has been declared a controlled action by the Commonwealth Minister. The Great Barrier Reef Marine Park 1975, or another Commonwealth Act prescribed by regulation, there are currently no listings. This includes if the Commonwealth could have imposed an offset condition but did not do so. However, it does not apply if the condition relates to a protected area, or the Commonwealth has decided that the activity itself is not a controlled action. For example, an activity referred to the Commonwealth that could impact on koalas, or another MNES, that receives a not a controlled action, or a not controlled action particular manner, notice, could still be subject to an offset condition imposed by state or local government. If the Commonwealth imposes an offset condition for a prescribed environmental matter after the state or local government has already imposed an offset condition, a proponent can apply to the lower level of government to have the duplicate offset requirement removed provided the condition is for the same or substantially the same impact and prescribed environmental matter. Local government offsets. Local government may only impose an offset condition where there will be a significant residual impact on a matter of local environmental significance, MLES. A MLES for which an offset is required must be specified in a local government planning scheme and be approved by the state in accordance with the Minister's guidelines and rules under the Planning Act 2016. Self-Administered Offset Code of Compliance A self-administered offset code of compliance applying to certain prescribed activities, may be established under this policy with the approval of the Chief Executive administering the Environmental Offsets Act 2014. In this circumstance, the policy only applies to the extent identified in the relevant Code of Compliance. Further detail on self-administered offset codes of compliance is provided in Appendix 1. Prescribed Environmental Matters an offset condition may only be imposed on an authority for a significant residual impact to a prescribed environmental matter, which includes OAMSES listed in Schedule 2 of the Environmental Offset Regulation 2014. O an accredited MNES, 
should Queensland receive accreditation in relation to offsets for the purpose of the Environment Protection and Biodiversity Conservation Act 1999, EPBCA, and MLES, as described in Section 10, 1, C, of the Environmental Offsets Act 2014. Note. A prescribed environmental matter that is essential habitat for near-threatened wildlife is only MSES when it is subject to assessment under State Code 16, Native Vegetation Clearing, of the State Development Assessment Provisions, SDAPs, of the Planning Act 2016. Specific Criteria for Matters of State Environmental Significance in relation to MSES the Environmental Offsets Regulation 2014 refers to the policy to provide specific criteria for defining some matters, as follows. Schedule 2 Item 1. A bioregion is a bioregion shown in a map called Bioregions of Queensland, Appendix 2. Schedule 2. Items 2, 5, and 6. The defined distance, for a regional ecosystem, means the distance identified as the relevant distance from the defining banks of a relevant watercourse in the table included in Appendix 3. Schedule 2. Item 3. 2. In considering whether a regional ecosystem O contains an area of land that is required for ecosystem functioning, a connectivity area, and O is of sufficient size or configured in a way that maintains ecosystem functioning and O will remain despite a threatening process. The local and regional landscape fragmentation needs to be quantified. The landscape fragmentation and connectivity tool is available as a decision support tool to quantify any significant impact on connectivity areas. This tool is available through the Queensland Government Information Service at To remove any doubt, a protected area is a separate prescribed environmental matter to other prescribed environmental matters that may be located within the protected area. For example, Wallum froglet is a prescribed environmental matter, as a vulnerable species, and may be located within a national park, where the national park is a distinct prescribed environmental matter from the vulnerable species. Offset principles. All offsets must meet the following seven offset principles. 1. Offsets will not replace or undermine existing environmental standards or regulatory requirements, or be used to allow development in areas otherwise prohibited through legislation or policy. 2. Impacts must first be avoided, then mitigated, before considering the use of offsets for any remaining impact. 3. Offsets must achieve a conservation outcome that counterbalances the significant residual impact for which the offset was required. 4. Offsets must provide environmental values as similar as possible to those being lost. 5. Offset provision must minimize the time lag between the impact and delivery of the offset. 6. Offsets must provide additional protection to environmental values at risk, or additional management actions to improve environmental values. 7. Where legal security is required, offsets must be legally secured for the duration of the impact on the prescribed environmental matter. Offset requirements. The offset requirements under this policy are divided into three chapters. Each chapter provides guidance on offset requirements for impacts on different prescribed environmental matters, as follows. Chapter 2. Offsets for impacts on prescribed environmental matters, other than protected areas. 
Chapter 2A. Additional requirements for offsets for impacts on koala habitat in southeast Queensland, SEQ, and Chapter 3. Offsets for impacts on protected areas. Chapter 2 of this policy applies to all prescribed environmental matters, other than protected areas, including koala habitat in SEQ. However, where no characteristics of an offset site are specified in Chapter 2 for a particular prescribed environmental matter, for example marine plants, a case-by-case -case determination is required in consultation with the administering agency. Where there will be an impact on a prescribed environmental matter within a protected area, for example, an endangered species that is in a national park, the requirements of both chapters are relevant. Chapter 2 will be applicable for the impact on the matter that is not a protected area, and Chapter 3 is applicable for the impact on the protected area. Supporting materials. Supporting materials such as guidelines and tools that provide advice on how to meet requirements of this policy are available on the Queensland Government website at Chapter 2. Prescribed environmental matters, other than protected areas. Application of this chapter. This chapter prescribes the approach for offsetting a significant residual impact on a prescribed environmental matter, other than a matter that is a protected area. Chapter 2, and in particular section 2.2.1, applies to offsetting a significant residual impact on koala habitat in southeast Queensland. Chapter 2a provides additional requirements for offsetting koala habitat in southeast Queensland. An offset may be provided as a proponent-driven offset, comprising OA land-based offset, O actions in a direct benefit management plan, DBMP, or O both of the above, or financial settlement offset, or combination of a proponent-driven offset and a financial settlement offset. Where there is also an impact on a protected area, the provisions in Chapter 3 are also relevant. Context. What all offsets must achieve under Chapter 2. Offsets delivered under this framework are to achieve a conservation outcome for the impacted prescribed environmental matters. This will require the offset to maintain the viability of the prescribed environmental matter, relative to the status quo, i.e. what would have happened had the impact and the offset not occurred. This can be achieved by providing tangible benefits for the impacted prescribed environmental matter, by providing an offset in the most strategic location to achieve a conservation outcome as follows. Oh, wherever possible offsets should be delivered within a strategic offset investment corridor closest to the impacted site. Oh, in the case of a land-based offset, the most strategic location to achieve a conservation outcome is generally located in the following order of preference, in relation to the impact. Black small square the same local government area, LGA, or Black small square the same subregion, or Black small square the same bioregion, or black small square adjacent bioregion. Effectively accounting for and managing the risks of the offset failing to achieve a conservation outcome, including risks from competing land uses such as timber, quarry material or mineral extraction which may be able to occur without the landholder's consent on state land. Information on existing timber, quarry material or mineral extraction which may be able to occur without the landholder's consent on state land and mineral interests can be found on the Queensland Government Open Data website. 
For proponent-driven offsets, the risk should be managed as part of the offset delivery plan. This risk has been factored into the financial settlement calculation. Achieve the offset principles in section 1.3 of this policy. Being efficient, effective, timely, transparent, and scientifically robust. Having transparent governance arrangements, including being able to be readily measured, monitored, audited, and enforced, and including no more than 10% of an offset as research or education programs, unless a greater benefit to the impacted matter can be demonstrated. Size and scale of the offset. For all prescribed environmental matters, the size and scale of an offset is that which is necessary to achieve a conservation outcome. The offset must be of a size and scale proportionate to the significant residual impact on a prescribed environmental matter. However, the offset requirement for a significant residual impact on a prescribed environmental matter will be set at a maximum multiplier of 4, i.e. a maximum of 4 times the area of the residual impact, with the exception of impacts to connectivity and waterways providing for fish passage, for which the offset requirement is set at a multiplier of 1. For financial settlement offsets, the size and scale of the offset is determined by the financial settlement calculation methodology in Appendix 4 of the policy. For land-based offsets, the size and scale of the offset is determined by conducting a habitat quality assessment at both the impact and the offset site. For land-based koala habitat offsets outside of southeast Queensland, the size and scale of the offset may be determined by conducting a habitat quality assessment at both the impact and offset site, or by calculating the size of an offset site on which three new koala habitat trees can be established for every one non-juvenile koala habitat tree removed, at densities that will produce a mature density reflective of the regional ecosystems present on the site. The size and scale of an offset delivered through actions under a DBMP will be determined on a case-by-case -case basis with regard to the following. That the benefits provided by the management actions are sufficient to counterbalance the impacts of the prescribed activity, and that benefits provided by the management actions are best achieved through actions in a DBMP, in particular that benefits achieve landscape-scale conservation outcomes for those matters or if the matter is localized, improved outcomes compared to a traditional land-based offset. Where a prescribed activity impacts on multiple prescribed environmental matters, the impact for each prescribed environmental matter will be identified and assessed. However, this does not prevent delivery of an integrated offset package that meets offset requirements for multiple prescribed environmental matters. Types of offsets. Proponent-driven offsets. A proponent-driven offset may take the form of a traditional land-based offset, be undertaken through actions under a DBMP, or a combination of both. For a proponent-driven offset, the offset delivery liability remains with the proponent, and the offset must be delivered in accordance with an offset delivery plan approved by the administering agency. The offset is to result in a conservation outcome for the impacted prescribed environmental matters and is to be delivered on land owned by the proponent, or subject to contractual arrangement between the proponent and offset providers, and any other relevant third party for delivery of the offset. The land on which a proponent-driven offset is being delivered may contain remnant regional ecosystems.
Where possible the proponent may choose to deliver an offset package that addresses multiple jurisdictional offset requirements. For example, if a state-listed species and a commonwealth-listed ecological community are impacted by the same prescribed activity, a single offset that meets offset requirements for both matters may be provided. This can also apply to offsets for local matters where agreed to by the local government. A proponent delivering an offset is responsible for any costs associated with meeting the offset requirement and retains ongoing responsibility for ensuring the offset is delivered in accordance with the relevant offset delivery plan. The proponent can enter into contractual arrangements with an offset provider, who would then be responsible for delivering the offset under the terms of the contract.